Tonight's episode is brought to you by Click Gaming, a freelance esports tournament company based out of Oklahoma. If you're located in the U.S. and need esports services, this is the ultimate gaming company for you. Contact Johnny Weaver at ICChiller at att.net. That's I-C-Y-C-H-I-L-L-E-R. On this episode of the Delirious Dads Gaming Podcast. Cool bodies walking for free. We have a retro reckoning. I just want to see 2021 in first person with a spike to the chest, of course. And now, the Delirious Dads Gaming Podcast. Good morning, good evening, good afternoon. That's right, I'm opening up a fresh can of episode 98, guys. It's the Delirious Dads Gaming Podcast. I'm Clinton Stanley here with... Big Ryan. And the Huntsman 428. Yeah, keeping those stakes a-blazing. That's what I, right. See what I did there? Can I help you out a little bit? 420 blazing. I'm just going to I'm gonna steer into it. Yeah, go right ahead. You guys just keep inviting me to. So. Mm-hmm. Well, that time Every he week. said stakes a-blazing. So he was yeah. veering it off of the greenery uh-huh. and onto the eatery. Well, the best stakes have a little green involved. 100% Boom. pure. Boom. 100. Clint, what green does a best steak have to have? Hmm, it's got to be like, uh, what, cilantro? No. Parsley. It's got to no. be parsley. Yeah, parsley, ah, oh, there you Mary. go. Yeah, rosemary, <laughs> Mary. Yeah. Vengeful, what is up? Yeah, we are almost to 100, and apparently I can't cook because I want to put, uh, what I say, cilantro? Yeah, it's disgusting. Unless you're doing a steak taco. <laughs> yeah, maybe that's, that's what made him think goes, of that. Yeah, it goes with yeah. that. I'll take that. Anywho. He's over like, yeah, go for that. Yeah, sure. I'll try it. I'll try yeah. anything once. Uh, uh, okay. Except for DMT, Ryan. Jeez. That's good to know. Gosh. <laughs> what are you talking about me? What? Why would you say that to me? I don't know. Just all of a sudden I got the jeebies. I don't know. Something just okay. reached out and touched me. Are you saying you want to do some DMT with me? I, no, I'm confused. no, no. I don't even know what that is. I wouldn't even go to the DMV with you. What are you talking about? <laughs> Oh, uh, that's anywho. good. That's good. Yep. So, hey, we got me and Hunter got some gaming in this weekend. We didn't stream it, but we recorded it. Um, we played some classic old school video games. Really? And it worked. Just so you know, Ryan. It was really cool. Uh huh. Uh huh. Yeah, nice. You didn't even invite me. Love it. We, I think my favorite one we, was. That's whenever you're like, uh, haven't slept in, slept four yeah. hours and 72 hours. Uh. Yeah, I get it. Yeah, that, he doesn't yeah. remember that response because he was so yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <You're> so wore <laughs> out. <laughs> well, yeah, my favorite was Ninja Turtles. Ooh. Mm. Is it the like the second one, the real good one? It was Turtles in Time. Remember that one? Like the, yes, arcade. that's the one. Yeah. yeah, that's the one. Yep. Yep. I like the re- re- Nintendo, like the regular Nintendo one too. That was pretty good. Mm. It was hard. Same yeah, the one I'm talking about is a, is a Super Nintendo one. Yeah. Yep. yep. This is the one where yep. you throw the enemies at the camera. Yeah, and they uh, swing into. Uh-huh. Yep. Yeah. Yep. That's the bomb. Yep. We the played. Bomb. We played Zombies Ate My Neighbors. That was a pretty fun one. Nice. I forgot how good that one was. You know, I remember playing it, but I only played the first level. So, mm. 
we were good enough, you know, that uh, we just right past the first level. So really, right past the first level. Yep. I was probably a kid back in the day and just didn't know what I was doing. Yeah. You know how (laughs) games are back when you're little. You just. This sucks. This is weird. You made zero progress, but the kids just having a blast. Yep. Doing the one move. Yeah. So it was good. And that's all Hunter's got to say about it. That's it. That's all. That's all I got to say about that. Zero percent nostalgia for him. Yeah. No, there was some nostalgia. I, I remember that fighting game for some reason. I remember Double, that fighting game we played. Double Dragon? Yeah. Yeah. And I remember, I definitely remember it. I've played uh, the Ninja Turtles in some arcades before. Okay. But the other ones, got him I don't think we played any of the other ones that I knew. Yeah. You were introducing me to some of those. We got a taste of the paper boy. Yeah. yeah. Yep. That was pretty fun. Graphics were horrible, though. The worst. The worst. I never remember it looking that bad. Yeah. It's like, it's, it's, it's real bad. But it's almost like so just fun. a slight step up from Galactica. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, we played Nightmare on Elm Street. Didn't okay. even, didn't ever play that game, so that was pretty fun. <laughs> I was about to say, I don't think I ever played that yeah. game. So, yeah. We couldn't play any play. We can't get the PlayStation stuff to work, so we'll we'll check that out at a later date. Um, mm. But just so you guys know, we do support playing it from your regular consoles. It's just hard to get a hold of all those games. That's all we're gonna say. Right. So. Oh, do people get mad when you play the simulators? Uh, gaming uh, uh, emulator purists. Yeah, I think yeah, it's more yeah, like streaming it. it. They they get mad at you. Yeah, they get mad at you. I don't know. How would they know if I just play the legit copy? But yeah. Mm. Any anyway. Yeah, hey, I so tell you right now, I don't that. care. It'll be your niece. You bring it up again. You played the game of Highway, right? I did. Yeah, hours of Highway. It was an intense version. There was even a period of time where the vehicle that was originally on the mission completely was destroyed, and then there was a new vehicle introduced to the mission. That when the mission was captured and the package was being retrieved, no, could only go forty miles an hour. So it was uh, a gosh. It was it was a one of those missions that you know you don't have every day. You got to appreciate them when they come. You know, yeah. and just really you fight know, through. You know what they say? Life is a highway. Uh-huh. Life is a highway. Listen, did you go to Nebraska? Nebraska? Is that where they were headed in that truck? Yep. Went to Old Nebulous. That's uh-huh. right. Did you so make you it have there? lights all the way up that way? Oh, no. We were picking up a forklift. Oh, okay. Yep. Did you ever well, get that they, forklift? They were picking up a forklift, and then they broke down, and then we were picking up a forklift for the next couple of days. <laughs> did, so, your yeah, dad, did your dad go with you, help you out on that deal? No. No, it was just my guys. Yeah. Oh. Gotcha. Well, all yeah. that all that happened. Ryan got 0% gaming in, but... He uh he gamed on the on the highway of life. Yep. So yep. 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 we're proud of you for being here. So thanks for being here this week. No problem. I'm proud of me for being here too. Yep. So that makes three of us. Yep. Always uh you know always uh, what do you call that humble. Humble. <laughs> yeah. The humble yeah. pie. I learned I learned from the best. He's been teaching me for four years, <laughs> and he's going to be teaching me for four more. Oh, Lord, you have, have mercy. Now you are going to get banned. Oh. <laughs> hey, gaming news, though. We're bringing it, and yeah. it's been yes. kind of interesting week the last seven yeah. days. Definitely. And, and we're not talking about capitals being stormed or any of that crazy. 
We're talking about video game, like, you know, developments and some creations. And Ryan, you found some interesting things out there in the world of gaming, didn't you? I did a little bit of freebie, a little bit of uh, stuff being stormed, like mm. you said, and uh, a couple games that are on their way. I got a good little variety going on this one. Hey, is the Buffalo guy going to get made into a gaming character someday? Uh, like I right now, it's already, probably too soon. But he's, no, he's he's already been added to a couple. Uh, what do you call it? Mods, from what I've heard. Oh really? Yeah, oh wow! Yeah. Couple of key okay. mods. He's already okay. in them. I didn't just. He's ruin, the one. I didn't just ruin he, something, did I? No, he's oh, the okay. one that's. Uh, he's the one that they say was also the same exact guy at the Antifa events, and so they say he's a he's like a plant, like an infiltrator, instigator. Ah, okay. Yeah. Bunch of conspiracies around that guy. We don't want to go deep in these conspiracies because me and Ryan will get way out there. <laughs> hey, I got to give for that a, guy credit for a yeah. different show. He he's got as much chest hair as Hunter. Like he was pretty yeah. hairy. Yeah, I'm pretty impressed with that that man bush he had going on on the chest. It's called man bear. Yeah. I like how, yeah, like how Clint you like how Clint cleared it up on the chest. We were obviously talking about on the chest, but after <laughs> after Clint said man bush, he had to say on the chest. <laughs> I had to correct it. <laughs> Uh, it's, uh, good. it's a late night recording guys it's it's gonna be great so yeah we're doing that and then hunter he's he's coming up with something totally off the wall some kind of quiz that we've never done before so this is gonna be good it is. it's probably gonna be like you know uh food facts quiz or it's definitely uh, about retro gaming oh okay it's called it's called retro reckoning Ooh, i like the name Ooh, like the whole thing yeah, basically, I'm gonna I'm gonna be giving you guys some old school games. That's gonna be a hard uh, one because I'm ranging, not a super retro game guy. I'm just not. I, well, it. I'm gonna be giving you some retro games ranging from Atari all the way to PlayStation Two, mm. um, and you're gonna tell me what console those games came out on. Oh, so, okay. okay. Hey, just real quick before we go down that path, can anybody else connect with the vibe that in the modern day, if you're kind of the older nerd, right, like us, that's like mm-hmm. into gaming. And you fall into that category. It's almost like you're not really committed if you're not into like the 8-bit, 16-bit kind of stuff, right? Isn't there almost kind of like a little bit of shame on you if someone were to bring up some of those old games and yeah. you're like, I don't really, I don't really do that. I know, I know that's not that up, that's not up Ryan's alley because he is a graphic snob. Right, mm-hmm. but you get what I'm saying. Like, I played some of those games back in the day, but I'm not that guy that's just, I, I don't even have enough time to play the modern games. Well, it's, more like, sit here. it's more like, hey, I was in World War One. And now here we are in the 70s. Mm-hmm. You know, I think it's, it's not necessarily like if you don't play them, then you're not a legit gamer, but just appreciating if you can't appreciate the nostalgia. I do. People, I do. Yeah. Yeah. But there people, is some, I, I do yeah, feel yeah. like there's some shame in the community to if somebody not, not with everybody. You got to get in that group like the older guys. So like if you were to walk up on another group, it's like 35, 37 years old and you're talking about gaming. And a couple of them start bringing up the old school, you know, oh, yeah, I got this, uh, you know, simulator or whatever at home and blah, blah, blah. All of a sudden, it's like, oh, crap, if you don't, you're not really, you know what I mean? There's a little level of. Maybe maybe that's because that's whenever gaming was still like a kid thing. Right. right? So it wasn't like yeah. in the mainstream cool yet as far as uh, the adults right. went. Wasn't like, yeah. your, wasn't like your dad was playing Nintendo because he really enjoyed it. It was more like. Dad might play Nintendo because you just need a partner to play with that night. Yeah, and he's going to be horrible. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yep. I told you guys a story about my dad for like an hour straight trying to jump a ledge on Star Wars Nintendo 64. 
Like oh my, my par- like my parents tried to play with me until we got to the N64, and then it was just all bad. Like they would get on, and it would just like it's horrible. It was like watching a baby try to play a game. So, oh yeah, that same thing. My dad, I can remember once my dad got on. Uh-huh. Don't remember what it, what we were playing, but I remember it was a first person shooter or a first person style game. <laughs> Because he instantly yeah, looked they, down at the ground, why, why and they, straight up at the sky. Why do they? Yeah, why so do they? I don't even, how do I? You know, just all over the place. Why is it that people yeah. that have never played, uh, you know, anything like that? Because uh-huh. Miguel does it too, just straight to the ground and then straight yeah. to the sky. Yeah, like, I think they don't know how to be. They don't know how to be sensitive on the stick, so it's yeah. all the way one way or all the way the other way. Yeah, it's just all yeah. they can do. I, I think it, it's usually one. It's either ground and sky plus the spin. Because it got a little bit of an angle on it, so it's oh boy, yep, yeah. I clearly remember like my mom not being able to play kind of silent some of those games, but then uh-huh. like whipping up on us and Tekken, yeah, yeah, yeah. Being, yeah it's completely different. Yeah. yeah, same thing. Like my dad could play some Ninja Turtles, like we were just talking about, mm-hmm. side side to side scrollers, kind of. Oh, no problem. But you put them in that three dimensional space, and it's just oh, yeah. yep. I've got sudden, two knobs. Like <laughs> all of a sudden, they've had seven shots of vodka. Yep, exactly. <laughs> Makes everybody in the room sick. Uh, yep. <laughs> good, good nostalgia times. I love that. Well, I'm not going to be that parent. And obviously, you guys aren't going to be those kind of parents. We're going to be cool. We're going to grow with the times. And, uh, you know, we'll have the full body suit on, Ready Player One style. <gasps> extra, extra large. Let's do it. Now, we say that, but it might be we're like 45, 50, something. Who knows, you know? Uh-huh. And all of a sudden, they've just gone to the point, you know, where they're like neural linking into the game and plugging in. And we're like, you know, what's wrong with back when we used to play? You had a controller or a mouse and keyboard, a screen. There was nothing wrong with it. It was awesome. And now you got to plug in and go into the virtual world. I don't, you well, know what I mean? Snapchat and TikTok, both of those kind of went way past my radar. So That's right. Dang right. You're at that point. Mm-hmm. Yep. Can't stay up with everything Snapchat no more. It's nope. old, dude. I know. I just that Snapchat was an example of another thing that I missed that I just never touched. Well, Instagram too. You know, there was like a phase where Instagram was big, and it felt like Instagram's for girls. That's just it was like kind of what it was. Mm -hmm. Then all of a sudden, by the time it was anything important, everybody should have been on it. Whoosh! Yeah. Yeah. Whoosh. (laughs) Facebook bought it, and now it's part of Facebook's uh, company now. Archive. Mm -hmm. Yeah. If you're not with Facebook, you're done. All right. Let's move on to the news. That's right, fellow dads. It's time for the leaks for the geeks. And we're not talking about taking the leak. We're talking about news for our fellow dudes out there. Okay? So we're we're talking gaming news, more gaming news, and hey, guess what? Another extra helping of gaming news. A little bit of updates on what's going on in the gaming world. If that helps you frame it a little bit differently. Yep. Some people yep. would call that gaming news. Yep. Or, hey, this new rumor came out. It could be GTA 6. Probably won't be, though. that's just how rockstar rolls i'm no i'm just making fun of rockstar in general because like how many years we've been doing the podcast almost two years and uh yeah but then they came out kind of gta 6 leak that never they they came out with this big thing made a big announcement like it was a big important thing just recently and it was them redoing uh, san andreas giving it a graphic reboot like a full-on yeah. graphic reboot. Uh, and I'm thinking, why? GTA why did you spend the time 
redoing a, a graphic reboot of that game when you should have just been working on what everybody wants you to do. Well, we're, we're probably doing both, obviously. But, you know, don't announce that like we care. That's some yeah. bullcrap. Uh, well, Ryan, you want to go first? Tidbit number one. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, this yeah. one, this one has to do with Call of Duty Cold War. Okay. If you don't have the game, don't worry. Don't worry about it because at uh, midnight on the 13th, which we, I guess, 1201 on the 14th, you're going to have Cold War for free for a week. Not the whole game. So don't get too excited. I delivered it that way on purpose. You're going to get zombies. I'm mode. So, I'm so, okay. Yep. Which <laughs> is fine. So it's fun. It's fun. It's multiplayer. You know what I mean? Jump in there. You're going to get a feel for, for the gameplay, which is going to be very much the same because they cross over at Warzone. But you are going to get a feel for the new guns and some of the stuff in the way that uh, you know Cold War is played out. So if you've been interested in Cold War and how it plays out, if you like it, you can always try zombies for free this week. So, And the zombies I've heard really good things about on Cold War. Actually, it's one of those things where Cold War has not got the best response. From what I've seen so far, um, it's one of those like the way all the other Call of Duties have been up to this one, where it's like really just another Call of Duty. That's kind of everybody's like, what's what's different? That seems to see, be the consensus for me. But um, I was saying <laughs> the uh, I just lose my train of thought. <laughs> I told you. About I guess that, I, I told you about that DMT, bro. Not doing well, it. Clint, Clint over, Clint over there looks like he's not paying attention to me and it hurt my feelings, I think, is what happened. Oh, okay. No. I'm yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was I was uh, preparing stuff for here in a bit. But go ahead. Yeah, I'm but, listening now. You got Oh, me. that's what I was saying. Yeah, you're back. Okay. What I was saying was zombies mode has gotten higher praise than the Cold War game itself and what I've seen so far. It's like, so from the different articles I've come across, most of them for Cold War are negative or not too good. Most of them for the zombies portion. People have really liked it. So I think that's why they're probably throwing this in there for free for a minute, get you in love with it a little bit. Maybe uh, boom, boom. Even though you weren't that interested in Cold War, you fall in love with zombies and you go mm-hmm. ahead and get it. Vengeful over on Twitch, he says that uh, zombies is a lot of fun. And this yeah. make, it makes sense. I mean, that's the only thing they did different, right? Everything mm-hmm. else, from what I've seen gameplay-wise, it's the same game. Mm-hmm. Just with a new, new coat of paint and a little bit better graphics. Zombies feels, zombies feels like when you watch their gameplay on zombies, if you haven't yet, it's got this look like it's its own game mm. to where, you know, in the past, it kind of felt like Call of Duty with zombies. Yeah. This looked like its own game. Like it looked very on purpose. Everything about mm. the way the zombies were incorporated looked like a real game. And it was kind of like, hmm, almost seems like they might have. That's where they dumped a lot of time, maybe, mm-hmm. you know, a lot of extra effort because people do love the zombies portion of, of Call of Duty. See them actually give it a little bit of a facelift and upgrade it. Mm. He also says they also won't add rank mode to the normal mode or multiplayer mm. mode. So, Okay. So does it mean zombies you can't even play with your friends? Is that what you're saying? It's like a single player experience? Or is he just saying there's no ranked if you're multiplayer? Maybe that's what that, sucks. that sucks if he's saying there's no multiplayer. That's what people love on zombies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. no joke. I haven't even noticed that. We'll wait for his response. We'll see what he says. Uh, yeah. I'll tell you another game that's coming out, which probably you probably don't have your news, and I know 
is that Back for Blood. They're making hmm. progress on it. Yeah. Oh yeah. I think it's called Back for Blood. The the Left for Dead game. Yeah. Yeah. Same makers. New game. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. I haven't checked into it for a few months. Mm-hmm. Glad to hear they're making some progress on it. Even though that was the thing. Yeah. Same. Same creators. I think they probably sold their licensing or they didn't like the way number two went and it kind of hurt their name. Yeah. This would be built off of some of the same platform ideas, but it's supposed to be a lot more expansive when it's made by the same same makers. So, oh, he says like there, the same. He says there is multiplayer mode on zombies. I think he meant they're not adding no rank. They're not adding rank mode to normal or multiplayer mode. I think what he right, meant to say. Right. I cool. Just cool. Wrong. All right. What's your first story there, Clinton? All what right. For us? Well, the first thing I got, which is uh, I gave you a little hint. Um, earlier with the with the intro he is a first person mode it's a thing you know it's in games but some games just aren't meant to have it and fighting right. games are usually those games well a modder has enabled a first person camera for mortal Kombat 11 really yeah, yeah. so I, I put a link in the discord for you guys if you want to check it out uh, we'll watch it here in a sec together but uh you can see the mod in action from YouTuber um, er, er Macer, a er, er Ermaker, er er Maker, I don't know. It's E R M A C C E R. Um, shows a number of uh, he posts a video that shows the number of cameras for the for the game, and puts them on display. And uh, hmm. yeah, it's kind of chaotic. Uh, they say the last time a fighting game got an official first person mode was Ultra Street Fighter Two. For Nintendo really? Switch back in 2017, um, and I think it was just a a section, not the full game. Um, and it says here that uh, <clears throat> I think this they did this uh, whenever it was ported to the PS5 and the Xbox Series X. Oh, okay. So yep, uh, but that is a free upgrade too. So don't forget that, guys. If you've bought your new console and you've got Mortal Kombat uh, 11, you can get a free upgrade for that. As cool. far as get you a John Rambo, but let's check out the video just to see what we think of it, boys. So you I, let- I don't have one in there. Yeah, I put it in the Discord. Huh, it's not in there. You I've got up. project. It's up above the other ones. Yep, scroll up. Yeah, it's right. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I see it. Okay, sorry. No, you're good. So uh, when you guys are ready, we'll get this going here. Three, two, one. Okay, so we got uh, Spawn taking out uh, Shiva. I don't like it. wonder what uh, Ray we got this going at. I feel like you're missing out on all the artwork. This is the third person view. Yeah, this is third person, yeah. Yeah, it does kind of look weird, doesn't it? Like you're looking mm-hmm. at more generic uh, stuff. Or well, like it's just the viewpoint. I like yeah. you're used to these games on the side. I get what he's saying. All you can see is the the back side of the spawn. I like think you can hardly see the other character. Oh, here we go. Yeah, this, so this would be more interesting. I don't know what it. But though? again, you, you can't really see like your hands or anything. Hardly. So, yeah. So, my problem would be this: you can't move side to side at all in this. Oh really? Right. I mean, it's just it's just because you're still playing the game as a side scroller, right? Right. So that would bother me if I was in first person. I'd keep wanting to like move 
You know, the other way, yeah. it's like, well... Yeah, yeah. Oh, do they not rotate at all in Mortal Kombat 11? No. Uh, no. Okay. You can, like, jump over them and get behind them. Like the old one still? Yeah. Right. Okay. Right. I thought they might have changed it with a little bit of that, like, 3D space, like some of the fighters have. Ooh, uh, I like this view. This is more of a tighter third-person view. This looks a little yeah, better. Yeah, see, this is... This is the, I like this view the most so far. Yeah. Because you can still see the other character. Yeah. Yeah, and you and your actions. It's a little further back. Mm -hmm. And a little higher. Yeah, you can see a little bit more of the art around you. So I guess mm -hmm. it depends on where you're at. So anyway. Nice. Interesting. Yeah. I wouldn't obviously, want to play that game first person. Definitely not. Yeah, obviously it's not meant to be played that way, so that's why it kind of looks a little sketchy. Right. Yeah. But if you had some development backing it, it might be a really cool idea. Yeah, interesting little mod, to say the least. Uh, but that's all I have for Mortal Kombat, Ryan. Okay. Well, I've got uh, some more Call of Duty stuff. I know, guys. I know. But, hey, they're the top dog right now, so it's the way it is. Um, and this is for Warzone. It's getting a DLSS, and you should definitely turn it on. That's the title of this article I've got here. Oh. It says, uh, this is not a drill. Call of Duty Warzone is getting an NVIDIA DLSS support, and you should absolutely turn it on if you can. NVIDIA announced the feature during the Game On live stream this morning, adding, uh, to, growing, to, adding to a growing list of multiplayer games that can get a major performance boost from this uh, Bergoning technology. I don't even know if I'm saying that right. Uh, DLSS, or Deep Learning Super Sampling, okay? Uh, and this is a process... Uh, essentially some fancy NVIDIA tech that is exclusive to RTX cards that uses AI learning to predict how frames and surfaces should look and feeds them to you in real time, resulting in a nicer image without a hit in frames per second. Okay. The feature already exists in Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War and uh, you might have spotted it in Fortnite and in Cyberpunk too. So uh, essentially, you're going to need to download this for your NVIDIA card and make it make it on. Turn it on. It'll be a setting that comes in there, and then it's basically going to be. Uh, I don't know if you could call that pre-rendering. It's more like even more than pre-rendering because it's taking. Um, it's learning from the what it's been seeing up to that point and then recreating something before it's even been sent the info. So that's kind of a, a crazy thing to think about. But you could you can think about that and really quickly realize how that's going to go down on your frame rates, because now it's not even having to process that info coming from the game. It's just mm -hmm. running it within itself. So yeah, it's going to cut down good. on that. I bet it even cuts down a little bit on your latency on online games. Does it so, say? Does it say how far back on the graphics cards that it works, or is that just as long as you have an NVIDIA card in that that software? No, it has. To, yeah, it has to be an RTX card. Okay. Sounds like any of the RTXs can handle it. Heading yeah. into heading into new territories when it comes to graphics. Mm-hmm. And we talked a while back, you know, about the whole uh, AI redesigning games, right? Mm -hmm. Remember, just looking at them and turning them realistic and stuff with no added input, just from what it sees online from photos and these different things and what these kind of trees should look like. And there's taking those and digitizing it and almost instant, same kind of yeah. thing. 
which is just uh, we can't even. I don't even know how to think about that. That's kind just of mind blowing. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I'm. I'm. I get really excited about that kind of stuff. I'm sort of a nerd mm-hmm. when it comes to that. That kind of stuff. Well, I think of the implications that it has for lower end designers being able to put together a great idea of the way a game's going to play out in a map and all this kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And then you could run a system like that and just you'd cut out probably a year of work mm-hmm. for manual people to be able to do that. Or you're, you're going to be cutting out huge amounts in the budgets for the creation of these games. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I think it's a great idea. I think it's going to be sweet. Yeah. It's good. Well, next on my list, um, we're talking about the Sims Four. If you're Sims into the Sims, 4. yeah. If you're into the Sims Four, or if your of kiddos course. are into the Sims Four, um, they are releasing a Paranormal Stuff Pack, and what? it's going to be the first content of the 2021. Uh, the announcement of this pack is strangely timed, considering Halloween's come and gone already. Uh, so that's a little odd. But uh, it says here that uh, they got a lot of stuff in the pack. It says not only are are there tons of new build and buy items, but there's a brand new lot type that will let you build haunted houses that will exper- experience paranormal activities. Mm. Uh, Sims can uh, perform a seance to increase the spookiness, and it looks like certain objects uh, will be able to have little spirits that are connected okay. to them. Um, and they're also adding in the investigator career. So hmm. this is just a cheap little pack. If you want to get your kids or if you're into it, it's a $10 pack. It's going to be coming out January 26th. And I loaded us a little trailer just to check it out. Just to laugh. Sweet. <clears throat> this is I love that a- you always have videos for us to watch, too. It's like the... Yeah. It's, it's, it's fun. Three, two, oh, one. What are we talking about? They've really changed things to more of a. It's more like a story game now. Hey, that new career hunter be in the van, just so you know. I like the the music they picked for this. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's a little weird. Well, he said, it, they went, he said it's a little they weird. Did it, they did a completely, uh, you know, it's a horror genre release pack. And then instead of picking horror genre music, they just picked very Sims music. Like that was yeah. as Sims as it gets. We got some upbeat Sims music, and we're just going to play it over this horror video right. pack. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. When it went, like it went together well, but that's Sims all the way. That's just yeah. it's just the way it is. Just have a good time. Mm-hmm. My favorite uh, Sims expansion was the original Sims, and I think it was the uh, the Hollywood. I think Sim the Sims goes Hollywood. I think was the name of it, or something like that. Mm-hmm. And your character could be a movie star. That was cool. acting careers and stuff. Yeah, mm-hmm. cool. Yeah. My favorite game, though, 
is the movies. One of my favorite little, as far as interesting games, I wish they would remake something like that. Like what? There was this game, Ryan played it with me back in the day, called The Movies. It was a simulator. And really? you would, you would as a character, you would buy like an old studio back when film first started happening. So in the game, you start out through the history of film. Mm-hmm. So like your first films that you put out, just silent movies. And then, um, so you would like buy set, you had to buy sets, get experience. And you mm-hmm. get these, these sets and build up your studio. And then yeah, you just like it. any other sim game, you couldn't, uh-huh. you couldn't get this upper girl stuff until you upgraded your stuff. Right. And you had to hire actors. Like you couldn't just start out with the best. And so you'd have like a pool of, of actors and actresses that would show up at your studio. And, uh, and then when you release those movies, like you would actually go in and actually edit the movie itself. So you were like the editor and everything. And then once you did that, it would like process the movie in the game. And then, uh, at the end, like when it released, it would tell you how good it did, how much money you made and all that cool stuff. But wow. it was really ahead of its time because you could use your microphone. No, John, John, there was no casting couch scenes. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> um, yeah, so you could uh, you could use your mic and your character would move its mouth. And th- this is like, what, 2005? Something yeah. like that. So, I mean, it was way ahead oh, yeah, of its time. It was like, oh, ooh, look at this technology. Like, it was, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was, I remember it was the first thing we, we kind of thought, to, I remember connecting that with that game that came out later, thinking it was just going to be phenomenal, uh, L.A. Noir, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then it was just like, uh, it wasn't a bad game, but it was not, it, it did not either. live up to the hype we thought. Yeah, 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 yeah. OP, thank you over on YouTube. We appreciate it, bro. I like the name. I'm just not going to say that live. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But yeah, the movies was a pretty good one. Anyway, I'm off my off my soapbox for that. Can we guess what his name was? Outstanding prostitute. I mean, can we just throw some? It's Opie's. It's Opie's and then something. Oh, okay, okay. So we can never guess that. Uh, What do you got next, Ryan? I have got a big story about the Twitch. Um, Twitch had their, uh, what do you call it? Pog champs deal, right? Mm-hmm. And last week, Twitch removed the Pog champ emote after its face at the time right now was Ryan uh, Gustex Gutierrez. People are going to be pissed. Gutierrez. Gutierrez, yep. Um, uh, he tweeted support for the insurgents who stormed the U.S. Capitol on January 6th. Um, Shortly after that, suggestions to replace it began with uh, rolling in some ideas, uh, basically having to do with a rotation, uh, a switching of different people so you don't have one guy who's representing your emote for a long period of time. Mm -hmm. Uh, I like how this article just kind of skips past the whole idea that it's a little bit crazy that they removed him because he stated his support, whether you agree with him or disagree with him, he should be able to just have an opinion and that shouldn't change the fact that he's chosen to represent their emote at the time. Mm-hmm. And the fact that they instantly removed him is even scarier, but this isn't a political podcast. This is a gaming podcast. Yeah. Anyways, uh, the next day Twitch adopted uh, a modified version of what was suggested announcing that every 24 hours they're going to have a, a streaming personality who will take on the role of pog champ. And uh, seems like the plan is to present. They're presented with a Twitch opportunity to showcase um, 
all kinds of diversity between races and whatever, any, everything they've got. This happens to be about race. And that's why we're talking about it. Well, unless, unless uh, you know, you support things I don't support. Yeah. Unless you support right things that don't support, then okay. you don't fit into the variety. Correct. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, so anyways, the, the plan didn't go quite as they wanted to go. Uh, it says, uh, for some streamers such as reversal, who was pog champ on, uh, January 10th, it was essentially a good thing. He said, he told Polygon that he experienced some minor trolling, but overall was clearly a positive experience. So, and I think it gives a big boost to their channel, right? And it's kind of an appreciation thing mm-hmm. and all kinds of things happen because of that. So they want it to be a good thing and they know they're going to get a ton of attention. Um, but it says here for Omega Jones, uh, also known as critical bard. However, it was a very different story. Jones was initially <clears throat> very enthusiastic about the uh, pod champ opportunity, although he did uh, prepare for likely negative responses. He said, I did prep my Twitch, my uh, Twitch and discord moderators about what would probably, what was probably going to happen considering I'm a black man who is going to be the face of a global emote. Uh, Twitch has longed, has, has loved for so long. He's basically saying, hey, people are all about this emote, and it's a big thing, and I'm going to be the first, I guess, I would guess, first black. I didn't say that, but why else would you feel that way if you weren't the first one, right? Mm-hmm. So uh, he said, despite that, the intensity of the backlash still caught him by surprise. Mm. Uh, that it went from being, you know, a good thing. He, he put some tweets out here. He said, I was supposed to... I was supposed to do things today from my own stream and uh, chatting with Sandeep Parish. Sorry, guys, on his channel. But instead, I'm still in bed anxious to even open Twitch. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he said, I'm still mad that yesterday was supposed to be about uh, excitement and it ended up with anxiety and a panic attack. Yay. So he's got a couple other tweets like that. Well, Twitch uh, kind of set him up for that, right? Twitch yeah. is the one that they should just left things alone. Yep. So what if you don't agree with what the other person thinks, right? Right. Keep the emote on there and then let this guy be a part of it. Let him have his day. But instead, I don't know. Yep. Well, I mean, they at some point, I guess at any point, if they had brought in a um, African-American or, you know, he used the word black and that's why we're saying it. So that's just the way I am. If they're okay with saying it, then it is what it mm-hmm. is. Anyways, um, the fact that it happened to be this timing when everything's all riled up is probably part of it made it worse than normal. Um, he shouldn't have been treated that way, but I think he probably would have been treated that way, whether he was put in this quick rotation or, or got it, you know, the full thing mm-hmm. here some other year, if that yeah. makes sense. Well, so. you take, you take how savage the internet is mm-hmm. yeah. to people. And then like mm-hmm. you said, you add in everything that's been going on in the U S right now. Yep. Um, probably. He said, I expected- he said, I expected the typical hatred and racism because anytime a black person is the forefront of Twitch for any amount of time, backlash occurs. And I was thinking when I when I first read that, that maybe he's right. And that may be why if you you could also even think, well, why did a black guy finally get the emote when he can only have it for a day? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Give him something a little more permanent. Right. Yeah, and it's probably because of exactly what he's saying here. Anytime anybody is on there for any kind of amount of time, they get backlash. He said, what I wasn't prepared for uh, was what I wasn't personally expecting 
was the twisting of words to fit their agenda and the sudden all-out attack against me, my socials, and most of all, my character. Oh, so this must have went pretty dark. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Sounds like they went after him. I'm that guy that's got that's to look at this and say, I wonder how much of this, because everything he just described right there, his socials, his his character, and it didn't really mention race at all. So was it a, a bunch of racist stuff thrown around, or were they some a bunch of people saying, hey, this guy's a, a dickwad because he does this or that or the other, you know what I mean, mm-hmm. and bashing who he is? Uh, I'm sure there were your random racists in there too. I just mean, now I'm interested after reading that to look into more. Yeah. How much was it all racist or how deep did this thing go? Was it different people doing stuff and, and uh, see what actually happened. But so, and so this is just an emote of the day thing. So like if I wanted to go in today and, and, and purchase his emote and put it up on my, on that stream on the pog champ deal, you can't do that. Like it's a one day deal. No, I don't think it's a, <clears throat> so you'd have to know more than I do about Twitch, but you've got the pod champs, um, which is a, like a normal thing that lasts a while. I think that's a specific emote itself. Mm-hmm. And then they pick somebody to be the face of that specific emote okay. for a certain period of time. So it's through that. Okay. Yeah. That makes a little more what, sense. What that actually means to me, I'm not completely sure, but. Yeah, on Twitch, you can get, like, uh, if you subscribe, you get uh, exclusive emotes that you can put yeah, in the chat. Yeah, from specific people. Like mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, so this is, sense. yeah, okay, that makes sense, yep. So this is more of a broad thing that, that Twitch is doing and selects somebody, and it's not specific to their um, channel, from my understanding. Mm. So uh, the next thing that I have here he is, and I was already kind of let the cat out of the bag with Ryan. Because, well, he'd already seen this article, too, or something similar. Um, Razor is getting into the face mask business, apparently. Mm-hmm. And it's a very real thing. Um, so this this uh, face mask that they're working on is going to be called Project Hazel. Uh, the gaming tech manufacturer describes it as the world's smartest face mask and was revealed by the manufacturer during the CES 2021 event. Uh, the mass sports an N95 medical grade respirator using detachable, detachable and active ventilators plus smart pods, which regulate the airflow through the user wearing the mask. Additionally, hmm. the smart pods filter out at least 95% of airborne particles. Uh, Project Hazel masks also take advantage of Razer's brand new voice amp technology. Hmm. Um, this actually uses a built-in microphone to enhance your voice to those nearby, meaning you can maintain your social distancing conversations while out and about. Um, well, and they also thought about the fact that it's clear so you can see each other's mouths. Mm-hmm. We don't realize how big of a difference that makes when someone across the room says something to you. We don't realize we're just mouth reading. You know what I mean? Oh, like, like older yeah. people, I get it all the time from my patients. Of yeah. It's way harder for them now because they can't kind of yeah. read the oh, lips yeah. with, the, with the sound. I learned that real yep. fast in church. Uh, yep. Yeah, yeah. My kids are asking me all the time, "What do you? What I can't understand what you're saying." Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but basically, be, this would be like when you walk up to the ticket station and you're like, "Hey, uh, can I have this and that?" And they've got that little speaker built into the glass, and it makes it louder. Yeah, and they talk back. That's what this is built into mm-hmm. a face mask. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's cool. It says, "Don't worry about the microphone losing its charge too quickly, though, because it can be charged within its own wireless box." 
Mm. It also comes with RGB lighting. So if you want to look cool and light that sucker up, go for it. Uh, It says that it's currently not available for purchase. Um, It is just a concept right now, but um, they're doing rigorous testing and trying to get it out to the public. So um, I got another video, Hunter, just for you, dude, um, on this. Nice. So we're going to pull that up here. Three, two, one. When the COVID-19 pandemic first hit, there was a massive global shortage of medical grade masks. To meet the urgent needs during this emergency, Razor quickly responded by manufacturing high-quality, certified medical-grade masks for the frontline workers. Today, we have donated more than one million masks globally. But now that we're well and truly settled into this new normal, we see the need for a face mask that is safe, social, and sustainable. Okay, make that money, baby. Introducing Hazel. The world's smartest mask. And he just he talks about it like this is our new normal. Yeah. Yeah. I think it is. I think people are too scared now to go back. I'd be okay with wearing that mask though. I think I would too. Clear with the with the breathing and the. And releases heat produced from exhaling, which also prevents a buildup of CO2 in the mask. Aside from safety, we also looked how we could improve social interaction with the mask as most designs cover the face and muffle your speech. Our smart mask has a clear, transparent design, which makes communicating easier as others That's pretty dope looking. speak mm-hmm. and pick up your facial cues. We're gonna look like a bunch of androids walking around. Mic and amplifier combo, our patent pending yeah. technology ensures your speech isn't muffled even when you're masked up. The mask is waterproof and scratch resistant, making it ideal for frequent use. And because it's made of recyclable plastic, this sustainable design greatly minimizes wastage as compared to disposable masks. A smart mask should also be super comfortable to wear. The silicon guard sits snugly around your face to prevent air leaking in and keeps the mask itself from touching or resting on your mouth so you can talk naturally. Project Hazel is our answer to what the world's smartest mask can be. Oh, I like the darker one. That's cool. Mm-hmm. So I like it. Um, I mean, Seems a little one size fits all. Yeah, there's a couple things there. I mean, obviously, we all don't want masks to be around any longer than, than it needs to be, but... But if they have to, I would rather them make innovations in it. You know? Right. Um, but I'm looking at that. And I, so I have a couple questions in my, in my head. Like you said, we use CPAP masks and uh, the way the CPAP mask works after about four or five months of using the same rubber material it starts to loosen up and kind of break down and you got to tighten it up. So I mm-hmm. wonder about like how that, how that nose piece would actually work, how long that would is that going to be pop out? Like you can pop it out and replace it. Uh, or am I going to have to buy another $150, right. $200 mask every six yep. months? Um, and then also how you going to clean it? How you going to clean it without messing, messing up the, I don't know, you know, just some, some things I'm thinking about already. With the they might pop box. out, but he did say they're waterproof. Yeah, that's true. But so yeah, we'll, they look we'll they look pretty to cover it. Look pretty slick. That's true, will it? And will I get one in the hospital? In the clinic where That'd I work. Cool. Razor. Yeah. Then you wear a, you wear one of those uh what do you call it? In whatever? In ninety four? 
In '95. In '95. Yeah, we wear, wear we, those when we go out and test. We do right. the COVID testing. Yeah. So you could just tell them to order some of these. That'd be sweet. All right. Just hey, if I or just bring it up myself, right? Hey, I'm gonna bring up my own mask. Boom, good to go. Yep. Yep. Because those those little straps, even for the ears, look way more comfortable than the regular mask straps. Oh yeah. yeah. You know, Looked like they had like a little pole on the bottom on each side to kind of. Uh huh. Uh huh. Yeah. <laughs> look pretty slick. I'd be way more comfortable with like a healthcare worker wearing that than some of the stuff you see sometimes. Mm-hmm. Like ET, you feel like ET over here. They're coming to gas you out, baby. Yep. <laughs> uh, oh, that's all I got on that one, Ryan. Okay. Well, I've got one left here, and this is about ghost wire. Yep. We talked about it a long time ago, I think. It might have even been a year ago, somewhere close to that. Mm-hmm. This was a game uh, set in Tokyo, and we didn't know when it was going to release, but we saw a member of some real small clips that told us it was a horror game. Look kind of Asian style art, um, not like artsy cartoony, but uh, like Asian horror film kind of style was how the game is drawn too. Mm-hmm. So this had that. Um, when I say Asian, I should say Japanese because it's actually a specific kind of art that I'm talking about. But they have uh, essentially let us know that we're thinking about an October release date of this year. And they released another video that actually gave some real gameplay to the game. And I should have had Clint pull it up, but I forgot to tell him to ahead of time. He might go ahead while I'm talking. It's called uh, Ghostwire Tokyo Gameplay Reveal. Um, anyways, in this video, you get to see a lot more details about the way the game looks, the way it's going to pop, the way they decided to go uh, with the coloration and the art style, of course, because you get a lot more to look at. It's a longer video, but it also has given us... Um, more of a true gameplay vibe, which mm-hmm. we complained about with some other games recently, like Cyberpunk uh, 2077. And this one um, is all the way in October and has already given us some decent gameplay. So I'm glad about that. They're being true to what their game's going to look like and play like. What has really shocked me in this preview, and I don't know if Clint did find it. Did you, Clint? Yep, yep. you got a link there in your Discord. Okay, yeah, Let's go. To, let's go to it here. So you'll see here real quick that it's not just more horror. It's still very techy, very Japanese technology looking vibe. And so my only guess would be that it's somehow these, yeah, somehow these spirits <laughs> or demons that are here are connected to the almost like the Matrix grid. They're programs. That's the vibe that this is. And you're fighting these ghost programs or something like that. I haven't looked into the game, but that's how this preview strikes me. When others won't. Hmm. I'm already loving it though. Mm-hmm. The Japanese man, they know how to do horror. Mm-hmm. They gotta look like Slenderman. You did. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you faces I mean here? Are scarier. Even the fighting, like where he's breaking them apart and grabbing their hearts out, and they're like breaking down into like pixels. It's yeah. kind of a different kind of a vibe. They're like del- deleted viruses or programs or something. Yeah, and it looks like a whole unique, very unique style to combat in this game. Not what you'd expect. Mm-mm. Very action-packed. Mm-hmm. Face. 
the unknown. Okay. Ghost fire. Huh. Looks good. Looks good. I'm more intrigued than I was the first time, so that's good. Yeah, for sure. Here, honestly, I me- yeah, I thought I remember the first time going, "Oh, yeah, it's, it's some cool looking art," and yeah, yeah, yeah. But the, we just they didn't give us much at all. Yeah. yeah, I thought this one really jumped out. Looked like a unique game, um, and they gave us a lot of gameplay early on. That's a good sign. Yep. It's almost always a good sign. So, yep, would like to check that one out for sure. It's all fleshed out for you. Looks good. Mm-hmm. Well, the final bit of news that I have, guys. Um, do you guys like Indiana Jones? Oh, yeah. Oh, I actually used to be into it quite a bit. Haven't been for years, but back okay. in the day, it was my jam. Yep. Well, this may uh, pump you up because Indiana Jones um, is being made by uh, Machine Games and executive uh, producer uh, Todd Howard is going to be in the development According to Bethesda Softworks, they tweeted out Tuesday morning, a little teaser, which we're going to watch here in just a sec. Um, Of course, the teaser's light on details, uh, but the follow-up tweet that Bethesda uh, put out, like I said earlier, uh, said that Todd Howard uh, would be creative director of Bethesda Game Studios, uh, would serve on the project, Mm -hmm. and it will feature an original story, and it isn't an adaptation of an earlier one. Okay. Yep, so we're going to check out the trailer when you guys are ready for three, two, one. Just all of a sudden, there's that Lucasfilms. <laughs> oh, there's Lucasfilms right there, guys. Yep, right there. The bull whip, you know? Oh, yeah. That's that's a, show a full us. on tease. That's why he called it a tease and not a trailer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's super tease. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's like a little grain of tease. He didn't even give us the full song. It just went dun, no. dun, dun. And then just drag it out to the end yeah. of the video. That's yep. funny. It's kind of like uh, uh, we're game with Hunter, you know? When you come in, Hunter, yeah. dragging yeah. it out till 11 30, 12, maybe. Yep. And then he gets here and he just barely beat Clint. <laughs> uh, not having any of that. That's um, what he. That's what he did last week on the podcast. Hey man, rule and play O-Dub Overwatch with you guys. Let's all just play. Or no, I think it was Warzone. I don't remember which one it was, but I really want to play, guys. All right, man. We'll we'll let Justin them know and we'll let you know when we're getting on. And then time comes. Hey Hunter, we're good. Oh, man, yeah. I don't want to skip tonight. Yeah. Say so, what? I'm straight up with you tonight. But- I ain't playing because we started an hour late. But on track for this Indiana Jones stuff, I've always liked the uh, Laura Croft stuff, all the Tomb Raiders. And I've also liked, you know, of course, one of my favorite elements on some of the um, Resident Evils are the puzzles. So I liked that kind of figuring these things out. And I guarantee that's the way this game will be. I mean, that's the only thing that makes sense for a good Indiana Jones game mm-hmm. would be some kind of battle and puzzles and booby traps, you know. Watch out I for the booby traps. I'm currently playing through the um, Tomb Raiders. Oh, really? Yes. Yeah, I haven't, I haven't played in the Tomb Raiders for a while. And every time we bring up the Tomb Raider games, I'm like, wow, I probably would enjoy those. I just uh, I used to love them. Rise of the Tomb Raider and I'm playing the Shadow of the Tomb Raider, uh-huh. which 
I didn't 100% complete it. I'll go back and do some of the tombs and stuff, but... Nice. Apparently, there's a mod for Tomb Raider 2, like, an, like a graphic update. Oh, wow. So they make her like Let's a modern... Yeah, it's like a full-on project that they've built from the ground up for Tomb Raider 2. I'd like to look into that. That'd be cool. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's a PC mod, some fan-made, but it's supposed to be pretty legit. Anyway, throwing it out there. Anyway, all right, that's, well, that's all I got. That's, yeah, that's our news. Okay. It was a good news, actually. We've had some pretty weak news, uh, not just lately. Lately, it's been okay. But about a couple months ago, we went through a little while of having trouble finding some some news. So it's good to have some good news back in here yeah, and not feel like you're grinding just to find stories that are worth mentioning. Right. Mm-hmm. I know Hunter was a little shocked that I put Sims four in there. He's like, why, why are we talking about this? But you know, <laughs> no, he knows you like Sims and he knows you like, wow, you're just one of those guys, you know, yeah. your wife's still married. You don't worry about it. I like all games, man. Really? Honestly, I could literally play. No, that's not true. I can name one game right now. That yeah, like. Golf for Friends. <laughs> they need to burn that game. If they're going to cancel anything, it needs to be that game. Agreed. I hate you. <laughs> but speaking of games, Hunter, we're going to play your little quiz game, okay? We're going to go Retro Retribution or whatever it's called, Retro Redemption. Retroactive. Rectal. The Retro Retribution. <laughs> Retro, the rectal reckoning. Oh boy, retro <laughs> reckoning. <laughs> retro reckoning. Oh, okay. Wow. Ryan, Ryan said rectal. Why would you so name it that, Hunter? This, this is a family show. Get, get out of here. All right. Well, we're, we're not going to do the quiz. We're just going to get off and play golf. I'm, I'm excited for the quiz, but yeah. I'll never forget the rectal reckoning. That's going to be there. That. It's embedded like Gigantica. Who, who said rectal? That's a, you guys. I said rectal, and then, and then I went with rectal. Yeah, and which was cl- so close to the name. We were, yeah. we were on the cliff, you know, the part where they're in the car, and you know, yeah. it's teetering, and then I just was like, "Woo!" Just jumped on the back, and we're going off. <laughs> exactly, exactly. But you know, yeah. there's there's a film out there with that title, so kids, yeah. don't look it up. Right. <laughs> Stop it! Stop it! All right, move it to the music. Well, this is Retro Reckoning. Jeez. And so the name of this game is I'm going to I have a I have 12, 12 questions and basically I've got 12 games and you have to tell me. Okay, guys. Brad's losing. You have to tell me which console they were on. Now, I am nice. So I gave you some multiple choice. You're not just going to pull it, you know out of your butt man i got giggles like this that day uh yeah guy grown men say giggles i got giggles like this midnight giggles baby that, that night with me and you remember that hunter what was that yeah. was guys? it the night that clint was talking about the epic dad story yes yes it was kid. that's how right. carried the kid or whatever yeah, yeah and ryan just over there just oh, belly laughing yeah. i was getting pissed too because i'm like funny. this is serious guys well, what was it? I don't think he was laughing about that. We just no, it was the way he said the dad's name. It was the way he said the dad's yeah. name. Yeah. Yeah. 
You said it really weird. And so it's the worst timing because they were laughing at the way Clinton said something, but then he was talking about a kid with disability. It was yeah, like, it was horrible. It it was we were horrible. not laughing at the kid with disability. We're laughing at mm-hmm. Clinton's disability, a speech impediment. So Wow. Wow. Right. Throwing fireballs so, here. All right. Are you guys ready to try this uh, out? Hey, I'm born for this reckoning. New game. I'm excited to share it with you. New original content. So here we go. Here is retro reckoning all right see here's i was setting up for this earlier because you were talking about um you know the retro stuff that i started talking about you know feeling shamed because i don't know the retro stuff yeah okay. and uh, yeah, here we are yep yep it's gonna be fun i think right. there'll be some stuff you know yeah. um okay so the first game we're starting off with is called pitfall yep the original king of rage quitting Pitfall is a rare title that remains on the lips and minds of gamers around the world, combining an infuriating difficulty level with a 20-minute time limit. Pitfall helped define uh, the side-scrolling platformer for generations to come. From swinging on vines to falling through holes to new levels, we're still playing with mechanics Pitfall introduced. Take off your hat and show some respect this game to this game. This game was first released on is it A Sega B Gamecast C Atari D Nintendo. All right, I got my A Sega B Gamecast C Atari or D Nintendo. Uh, I didn't game, hear you right. Gamecast. I'm trying to think. Was that a Sega? Was that Nintendo? Right, you have Gamecast? no audio. Oh, you there you go. Yep. Yeah. You. Uh, what was I asking? Oh, what was the name of the game again? Just to make Pitfall. sure. Pitfall. Pitfall. Yep, I remember that. I remember that name for sure, strongly. But I think I might remember it from the show. So. Well, I'm step, gonna go into with your pitfall. Yeah, okay, I know what I got. I got okay, so I'm gonna count down three, two, one. Atari. Nintendo. Nintendo and Atari. Well, the correct answer is Atari. Dang. That's one of them that's one of them gut ones, you know? I was gonna go with it and I was like but it seems like I remember playing that game and I only played certain games on Atari and that wasn't one of them, I didn't think. Yeah, so, I, I will. I will say that I was, uh, I was like eighty-five percent Atari, fifteen percent Nintendo. So to be clear, for all my like, you know, real, real snotty people that are listening to this, you know, there's different Segas, there's different Ataris, but I'm just going with the general of like, if it was released on the Sega, blah blah blah, it's still Sega. Does that make sense? Yeah, um, there may be some of these questions that have more of a specified Sega or Atari or whatever, but right. don't worry about that specific. Okay, but, but Gamecast, uh, I don't, was that Sega or Nintendo? Yeah, he gave. Uh, he, that's what I was just about to say. He did give a, a specific Sega and the PlayStation. Yeah. Okay, I didn't say anything about PlayStation. Um, yep, name them. Name all three of those. It was Sega, Gamecast, oh, Atari, and Nintendo. Sega, Gamecast, Atari, and Nintendo? Yeah. I thought you had said another one. My bad. Yep. So I don't think Gamecast, I think I made that up. Hold on. There's 
Okay, I'm probably There's thinking of Dreamcast and Sega Dreamcast. Dreamcast. Is what I'm Dreamcast. Of. Dreamcast. Yep. Yes. Okay, you got me there because so, I was like, Gamecast? I've yeah. never heard of that. All right, so moving on to number two. Number two is a game called Mega Man Legends 2. Before Mega Man Legends, I don't think people really thought of the Mega Man series as being all that great for story and character. Mega mm-hmm. Man Legends uh, changed all that, presenting one of the most unique and charming 3D action adventures ever, and the sequel only improved on that formula. Was this game released on A, PlayStation, mm. B, GameCube, C, Nintendo 64, or D, Sega? That's Mega Man 2. Mega Man Legends 2. Okay. Legends 2. Okay. All right. Okay, tell me again. Tell me again. A, PlayStation. B, GameCube. C, Nintendo 64. Or D, Sega. Okay. You guys ready? Mm-hmm. Three, two, one. GameCube. Sega. Ooh. No one got that one because it was, it was Nintendo 64. Oh, it's oh really? God, both of you last choice. I didn't know, you know Sony what? had gotten rights to Mega Man. What's saying? That's who it came out on first. They didn't get the rights to him. They're the first. No, Mega Man came out that on game, Nintendo. That game came out on PlayStation. That doesn't mean that Mega Man, it, like. Oh, okay, I got you. Yeah. Hard. My yeah. criteria just now was I remember knowing about Mega Man a bunch, knowing the character, you know, what he looks like. I can see him in my head, all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. The problem was I don't remember playing it Yeah, that much. And it, so if I didn't play it, then it probably wasn't on PlayStation. So that's why I went with a Nintendo console. Yeah. And you got to think the specific game that I'm telling you about and reading. Yeah. We're talking yeah. about not just Mega Man, the history of Mega Man, right? You, I got you. You, I got you. St- you still got me anyway, because I thought Nintendo owned his licensing that whole time. Yeah. Kind of like they do some of the other characters. Yeah. Mm -hmm. All right. Street Rage 2. This is number three, okay? Okay. Street Rage 2. After a frustrating day, there's something in... uh, I think I've typoed here. Sorry. After a frustrating day, there's something impressively satisfying about uh, pummeling wave after wave of street thugs. Few have done it as well as Street of Rage 2. This colorful side scrolling beat em up includes a cohesive theme and character design, lushly illustrated backgrounds, and a neat rainy set piece. Great controls and satisfying co op action. This beat em up was first to be played on the A. Atari, B. Super Nintendo, C. Sega, or D. Game Boy. Hmm. I'm ready. I got mine. Okay. Give me it on three, two, one. Super B. Nintendo. Yep. Okay. You both said Super Nintendo. Yep. You are both wrong. It was Sega. Nice. Hmm. Nice. Those between those two for sure. Was it? I remember the era. Was it ever released for Super Nintendo? I don't know, but if it was, that came after Sega, right? So mm-hmm. some of these might have. Some of these might have had a repeat mm-hmm. later on, but they started on these consoles, right? I don't remember yeah. if Super Nintendo came out before or after. I thought Sega was the newer one. Like it Super, was like the newer Super Nintendo came out in, in contest against 
Sega. With Sega. Yeah, so you had Nintendo and then Sega came. That's why Sega is like a little bit more advanced than regular Nintendo. Mm-hmm. And then I would to, doubt combat, to combat Sega, you got uh, Super, Super Nintendo, Nintendo. If I remember yeah, right. I would yeah. doubt they'd be playable on both of those then. But Yeah, because then a little while after that, you had uh, what? Sega Genesis, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That was on Sega's top 10 game list. So. Okay. Okay. Um, uh, okay. Where are we at? Clint's up one. We've just been bombing on the rest of this. Mm-hmm. Yes. Much. Okay. So Clinton took the first one and nobody's gotten a score since. Well, that, yeah, hey, that last one makes me feel better, though, because I didn't play a lot of Sega games. I had a Sega, yeah. but it was more like I only had one game. I had Sonic and everything else. Yeah, same with me. I had a friend that had Sega Dreamcast and I played it over there. But other than that, I was a Nintendo and then PlayStation. All right. Mm-hmm. Are you guys ready for this next one? All been ready. Born ready. Number ready. four. Is Final Fantasy Adventure. Ooh, okay. okay. Technically, this isn't a Final Fantasy at all. Before being rebranded uh, internationally, the top down adventure was a little like Zelda, but a little more complex with a bigger focus on stats and leveling up than Link had. With some pretty high end graphics for the time and an amazing soundtrack, uh, soundtrack um, this adventure was ahead of its time. This adventure game was first enjoyed on the A, mm. Nintendo, B, PlayStation, C, GameCube, or D, Game Boy. Boy, oh boy. Uh, boy, oh boy, uh, boy, oh boy. Uh, you're really bringing the ones that I don't know. I'm ready. I've always been ready. My whole team's ready. Ready. I'm ready. Three, two, one. PlayStation. D. Game Boy. Oh my gosh, Ryan, you got that right. Did you yeah. really? Wow. How did you know it was Game Boy? Was that just a guess? Oh no, because it's just strictly based off of one thing. Uh Final Fantasy does not make games that look like that. So this whole time I'm thinking the while he was reading, it, I was like, is this like a pre-Final Fantasy? They called it Final Fantasy. And so that's what I'm thinking in my head, but it wasn't. It actually was a version of Final Fantasy after Final Fantasy existed that they made because of the Game Boy. That's why it has those top-down style Zelda graphics because it was made for the Game Boy. Uh, right. So that's what made me pick the Game Boy. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I said it was the Final Fantasy was rebranded after this. So. Okay. Okay. Um, so, so that means this is the first. First. Maybe? Yeah. It wasn't, but they said it wasn't technically a Final Fantasy. Right, it's called okay. Final Fantasy Adventure, but it was nothing okay. like any other any other Final Fantasy in the series. Okay, uh, and it was rebranded after this game, and that's what we know as Final Fantasy. Hmm. So um, number five, this one I would think you guys would get, but uh, we'll see. So number five is Super Smash Bros. Melee. Okay, Super Smash Bros. was almost a prototype for what a Nintendo fighting game could be. The melee uh, realized, or in melee, realized its potential into a fast-paced, fan-service-packed masterpiece. This is the template for what modern Smash games would become, and to a sizable uh, subsection of fans, it still is the serious or the seri- series' finest hour, with a vastly expanding roster and mem- uh, memorable stages. This game turned Smash Bros. into a phenomenon. It's the console's best-selling game, 
from a time when the fighting game genre was in decline. This melee masterpiece was the star of which of these consoles? Was it A, Nintendo, B, Nintendo 64, C, GameCube, or D, the Nintendo Wii? <laughs> uh, I don't like the way you named that game. What is it? Super Smash Bros. Melee. And yeah. then you got A, Nintendo, B, Nintendo 64, C, GameCube, and D, Nintendo Wii. And letting you off with any easy answers on that one, we got, obviously, it's a Nintendo game. I'm going to let you read the, uh, the first part of this whole thing again. Okay, Super Smash Bros. was almost a prototype for what a Nintendo fighting game could be. And Melee realized the potential into the fast-paced, fan-served, packed masterpiece. This is a template for what modern Smash games would become, and it, to a sizable subsection of fans, it's still the series' finest hour. With a vastly expanded roster and memorable stages of the game, it turned Smash Bros. into a phenomenon. It's the console's best-selling game from a time when the fighting game genre was in decline. The Melee Masterpiece of... Uh, <clears throat> sorry, that this Melee Masterpiece was the star of which console? A, Nintendo, B, Nintendo 64, C, GameCube, or D, Nintendo Wii? I don't like you tonight, Hunter. I'm ready. You're ready? You're ready. You're ready. You're ready. Okay. I'm probably going to give this one to you, so just take it. Uh, I don't think you will. Is there something in there that I don't like? I don't know if it gives you a hint, but I have played this game. I don't like. I don't like the way I, you wrote the question. Really, we don't I, want any more hints. I we don't want any hints. I also agree with the paragraph in saying that this. I think this is the best Smash Bros. That they've ever made. I hate you with a passion. Okay. <laughs> Are you guys ready? So what, I gotta no. I gotta ask a question about the question. Okay. Wow. That first part of the question. What's wrong with it? It sounds like you're talking about two different games. No. Yeah. Read it again. Smash oh Bros. Oh, you're going too deep. Wait, no, no. Okay, for what you got to know, but Smash Bros. has like three to four. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, yeah. so this Smash it? Bros. Basically what this paragraph is saying is this Smash Bros. It kind of gives you a hint here. It's not the first one. But it completely changed the course of how they did Smash Bros. Okay. Mm-hmm. And Smash Bros. became. Yeah, you're giving them too many hints here. Obviously, we get it. You know what I mean? Come on. Nah. But nah. There's no, no, no trick to that. There's no trick to his steal. This isn't that kind of game. All right. Clint's over here like you trying to pull a fast one on him or something. Yeah. You should know this just because of the name of the game. Come on, and stop giving hints, please. I'm not giving any hints. I'm just saying this is... It's, oh, geez. This is sabotage. All the listeners are on here in the chat. They all know it's sabotage. They're saying his mic. Are cut his mic. Seconds. Come cut his mic. I can't hear you. you your audio is gone. I said cut his oh. mic. <laughs> cut his mic. All right. You got five seconds, Clint. Five. Four. I'm not ready. Three. I'm scared. I'm petrified. I need you to hurry up. Go to. Okay. On. Okay. So. I'm saying Nintendo 64. Okay. So. Nintendo 64 and Ryan went with D. I I think mine's wrong, but. Yeah. Yeah. 
Oh, you thought wrong because it was Nintendo 64. Woo, no, I'm just okay. kidding. It's GameCube. I'm sorry. <laughs> Oh, it's GameCube. Okay. Right. So no, no, we got it. Okay. Right. Hold on. Hold on. What is it? I tricked GameCube. myself. It's, it's GameCube. The, the first, because you got me all after asking me a thousand questions. The original Smash Bros. is Nintendo 64. Okay. Yes. But the Smash Bros. Melee okay. was a GameCube game. And that's why I played it so much. Because GameCube. Now, when you said, when you said, when you said Melee. Melee messing with me. Oh, when he said Melee, I thought we. For sure, it's we. It's melee, and then you said, and you said, then the you even said the name should be a hint in itself. Well, the only thing in the name is melee, uh-huh. so well, just because melee was the only one that came out on GameCube, and so it's just like, oh, uh, see, we don't even know that. Yeah, it was like that's the biggest one. So you had Smash Bros. that was on sixty four. That was the first one, yeah. and then Smash Bros. Melee came, and it just completely changed the way they did it. I almost went with GameCube, so, so yeah, that makes me sad. But I'm glad right. Ryan didn't get it. That would have really, really uh, screwed you guys me. You are tied. Um, but let's go on to this next one. And this is one I would think that you guys would get also. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, you, you've been wrong before. Okay. Yeah. This next <laughs> one is again. called Banjo-Kazooie. Oh, yeah, man. we talked about this one before. Number six, mm-hmm. Banjo-Kazooie. During the golden age of 3D platformers, this game rivaled at least four great entries in the genre. Of these, Banjo-Kazooie really stands out for its good controls, likable characters, vivid graphics, wonderful dynamic music, atmospheric levels, and a good dose of humor. You play as Banjo, a bear with a bird named Kazooie that hides in the backpack until needed. Kazooie helps by extending Banjo's abilities, such as flapping his wings for a double jump or pecking enemies. This one-of-a-kind game was first discovered on A. Nintendo 64, B, PlayStation, C, Xbox, or D, GameCube? Okay, we got our answer. Right, Ryan? You ready? We got our answer. You ready, Ryan? We'll see. see. Three, two, one. N64. GameCube. Okay, Ryan said GameCube, and then Clinton said Nintendo 64? Yes, sir. I think Clinton got that one right. Yeah. Yeah. How did you I not Because I was deba- I never had a sixty four, only at okay. friends' houses. But I was I knew it was Nintendo for sure, but I can't remember it was either at the end of sixty four or beginning close to to uh GameCube because it definitely wasn't an early recent in sixty four game. No I was, had friends. I think it probably came out like a year, year and a half after into yeah. maybe. I had some friends Mario. that I played theirs, you know, shortly after N sixty four came out. And they had all the top games, and Banjo wasn't one of them that we played. So that's why I jumped to Q. Yeah. I never oh, was a big Banjo guy because I'd already beat Mario. Okay, number seven, I felt guys. Like it was a lot like Mario. Mm-hmm. Number seven is called Alien Front Online. Wait, what's the score? You're up by one. Okay. Number seven is called Alien Front Online. Mm-hmm. Okay. Never a heard title, of this a title that helped pave the way for online home console play. In Alien Front Online, you can play against your mates on an epic battleground as either a team of humans or a team of aliens. You can play this game in single player mode, but it's really designed to be an online multiplayer title. This future paving game was first played on A. PlayStation B. PlayStation 2 
C, Sega Dreamcast, or D, GameCube? Hoi, 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 hoi. You and your games, man. All right. I've got my answer, I think. I don't, I don't have it. I got to hear it again. You got the whole thing or just the options? I guess the whole thing. Okay. Alien Front Online. A title that helped pave the way for online home console play. In Alien Front Online, you can play against your mates on an epic battleground as either a team of humans or a team of aliens. Okay. You can read my choices. Okay. You got A, PlayStation, B, PlayStation mm-hmm. 2, C, Sega Dreamcast, or D, GameCube. Wow. Yeah. I don't even really remember Alien Invasion. Well, it's not that. It's that all those choices. Eh, I'm not going to say it because it's a close game. Huh. I think I'm ready, but it's a, it's a pretty good guess. All right. I'm going to give you the countdown. Three, two, one. Play Yep, it was between those two. You guys are wrong, believe it or not. Dreamcast. Sega Dreamcast. Okay. No way. I could not remember I had a Dreamcast, but we didn't yeah. have online capabilities. So I didn't yeah, I didn't know Dreamcast had online. That seems way Me too old. Either. That's why I went with that, because I thought that was crazy. Yeah. I remember you, you could like you can meet other people. PlayStation 2 and uh, GameCube seemed too old to have online. So I was just like, None of those seem like they have online. That's what I was going to say. And I was like, that's going to give it away to Clint if, he's, if he knows which one does. I need yeah, to go collect geez. a bunch of Sega Dreamcast okay. games because that was a good so, game. It didn't, it didn't take off, but that was a fun console. I had some memories with that. It was a good one. Raid Rumble was a fun one. Crazy Taxi. Mm-hmm. Stuff. This next one, I had some questions about, but we'll just go through it and then we'll discuss it after. Okay, so mm-hmm. I, was, I was just, okay. Anyways, and Clinton might have an upper hand on this because this is actually a game we played the other night. Mm. Oh, uh, okay. Number eight is Paperboy. Okay. Paperboy often receives a hard rap. It's one of those games that I often go back to when I'm just wanting to have uh, have a go on something. That doesn't make my brain ache. It's simple, easy to play, and hard to put down. Players control a Paperboy. That must travel around suburban streets delivering papers. Sounds easy, right? The game lasts for seven in-game days. You score more points for successfully throwing papers into the letterboxes and lose points if you damage windows or property. You've got to avoid obstacles and make sure that you do don't or make sure you don't deliver to non-subscribers too. This fun but frustrating game was played on A Sega, B Nintendo. C, Game Boy Color, and D, Atari. I'm ready. Mm. I'm ready. Hope I'm right. Three, two, one. Nintendo. That is incorrect. It was Atari. It was Atari. It was horrible. Wait, what? (laughs) That's what I. That's what I thought. Because li- listen, I I remember thinking, no, it's older than that. All right. But then I looked online, and it said only available on Game Boy Color. Now I knew it wasn't. I knew it wasn't older than that. But I am sitting here thinking, I just definitely did not think that that was a Game Boy game. And then the other second funny thing is like three or four times tonight is me and Clint go, ah, oh, yep, it's this one, and we're still wrong. Yeah. <laughs> 
Just over and over. Now, Fenton so, can prove me wrong here. I'll take it. But I, that's why I was confused because I thought it was older. Okay, this is confusing. It says here Paperboy is an arcade game developed and published by Atari Games. It was released in North America in April 1985. Yeah. The player takes, a, takes the role of Paperboy who delivers the fictional version called The Daily Sun. Mm-hmm. Says the game was ported to many home systems beginning in 1986. A sequel for home computers and consoles, Paperboy 2, was released in 1991. I'm wondering if the Atari one wasn't colored, and then they did a colored one for color, Game Boy Color. I bet they did. Because the, the original was black and white. Pretty sure. Okay, so black and white was on Atari, but the colored one was on Game Boy Color. Mm-hmm. Now, hold on. The way that was worded sounded like Atari made the game. It didn't necessarily say that Atari released the game on Atari. Yeah, maybe. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but, game, way, but game Boy Color, let's... So you guys went with Nintendo, so... Hold on. You're thinking so the Game Boy that... Color is way later? Yeah. Yeah, you're right. I yeah, because regular Game Boy was big when I was a kid, 87. Then... Yeah, Game Boy Color didn't come out till 98. Yeah, late 90s, yep. That's what I was going to say. So I was really confused about that. I was like, the emulator we even played it on the other day showed it as a Nintendo game, I thought, or right. something. So it probably came out on, they probably redid uh, number two, I bet, in color. Mm. That's what I was afraid of, and that's why I was kind of questioning that. Yeah. I didn't have time to go in and change it. Guess what? We both still got it wrong. Neither of us guessed Atari. To a Nintendo. But Atari was on there. So Yep, yep. Mr. Right. Know-it-all Clint over there didn't even guess the right guess. The the remainder of these, I don't have. We're good. That okay. one was the one that, that was the only one I had to question on. That's all right. We still love you. So, number nine is Duck Hunt. Duck Hunt shot itself into most homes everywhere. Players got to use the plastic zapper extension to shoot down ducks that flew across the screen. While the game might have been repetitive, its iconic status lives on forever. This oh, game yeah. released on the A, Nintendo, B, Nintendo 64, C, the Super Nintendo, or D, Sega. We're just talking about the original Duck Hunt, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Wah. 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 Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he goes, he does a little The Weezer. Yeah. So you guys know where this is coming from then, huh? Right. Yes. All right, you ready? Three, two, one. Nintendo. Nintendo. Good job. Yeah, because it came with uh, later on, they made the Super Mario Brothers duck hunt combo. Yep. 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 All right. With Moving the blaster on, and everything. We've got one, two. Because I remember as a kid, one of our friends had that one, and I was super jealous because I won the gun. Number Mm -hmm. 10 Uh is called Shadow of the Colossus. Okay. Ooh, we've mentioned this game before, but I know I don't remember it. Dang it. Shadow of Colossus is is at once hugely ambitious, but also restrained and minimalist. The game is set in a large open world. But there are no random enemies. There's no towns or other people to interact with. Instead, it's populated entirely by 16 unique monsters that you must kill. In essence, it's a series of spectacular boss fights, with some of them being the size of mountains. 
Mm. This one of a kind game can be, uh, or sorry, this one of a kind game came to be on which one of these consoles? A GameCube, B Nintendo Wii, C PlayStation Two, or D Xbox? Hmm. I'm ready. Boy, that quick, huh? Just yep. Uh huh. That's a new game, though. Shadow Colossus is a new one. Yeah, it's a revamp. Uh huh. There was a revamp done on. I'm not gonna tell you that. I might give it away. All right, I'm ready. Riggy. Three, two, one. PlayStation. You dirty doggy. Yeah, Clinton got that one. Uh, Old Xbox fan over here. Stepped in the green poo, didn't you? So that means Ryan's got to get both of these right, and Clinton's got to get both of them wrong to tie, and then not to think about something. Oh, that, that takes some. That takes some of the stress off. All right, here we go. Number eleven. Yes, we're ready. <clears throat> Metroid Two: Return of Samus. Uh huh. By today's standards, with its black and white graphics, labyrinth corridors, and complete lack of map. Metroid 2 is indeed a hard game to praise, yet despite all of its setbacks and criticisms, the inherent sophistication of the story and how it affected the entire series makes this undoubtedly one of the most important games by this console of all time. It's not quite one of the best, but this game was played, oh sorry, if not, if not quite one of the best. Okay, sorry, Mm. I said that wrong. This game was played on the... A, Game Boy, B, Nintendo, C, Sega, or D, Nintendo 64. Can you read the first part of that for me again? Yep. Metroid 2 Return of Samus, by today's standards, with its black and white graphics, labyrinth corridors, and complete lack of map, Metroid 2 is indeed a hard game to praise, yet despite all its setbacks and criticism, the inherent sophistication of the story and how it affected the entire series makes this undoubtedly one of the most important games of this console of all time, if not quite the best. Okay. The game was played on the Game Boy, Nintendo, Sega, or Nintendo 64. Ah, Hunter, you and your stuff tonight. I'm ready. That quick, huh? Just no. Yeah. No thought process to it at all. I'm thinking like crazy. Wheels are turning. My gosh. Oh, okay. Well. All right, go ahead. I'm ready. Three, two, one. Game Boy. Sega. You said Sega, and what did you say, Clinton? I went with Game, Game Boy, Boy just to see. Game Boy. It's a weird pick, but you're right. It was a Game yeah. Boy. Yeah. Okay, so can I explain my uh, can I explain my yep. thing here? So the original Metroid was in color on Nintendo. Mm-hmm. I thought there's no ro- no way they did Ninten- they didn't they did a sequel on Nintendo in black and white. So it had to be Game Boy, which I would find is not actually black and white. It's really green and black. Let's be honest. <laughs> yes. Okay. So when you said that, and my mind did not connect, even though it did on the graphics one earlier. It did not connect the black and white. Mm-hmm. And I didn't know for sure that there was one before that that was color. Mm-hmm. That, that was good deduction. 
that you did there. Well, Clinton won, but we got one more, and I'm just gonna go for it because I yeah. Let's stop. Let's stomp yeah. him into the dirt. Let's do it. Number twelve is called Superman, the Man of Steel. Worst game ever. Superman fans who want to play every single game with their favorite superhero might be out of luck with Superman, Man of Steel. Yep. The game is an action adventure, one released specifically for this console. Turn so it's obviously like all the other ones. It's just on this console. Big it, diarrhea dump, bro. It was ba- it was based explicitly on the comic book Mythos, which was different than many of the Superman games and adaptations from different mediums. The storyline follows the events of Brainiac 13 injected into Metropolis via a virus. Superman has to help stop the virus from spreading. Other villains included in the game include Lex Luthor, Cyborg Superman, Metallo, and Mongol. This superhero gold was released only on the... A, PlayStation, B, GameCube, A, uh, C, Xbox, or D, Nintendo 64. Trash. Worst game ever. Pretty bad. It's a complete guess for me, so let's roll the dice. Three, two, one. PlayStation. Nintendo 64. No, it was on the Xbox. Was it really? No. Clint was like 124% I was. positive on that I, one. He was so excited, not just to beat me, but to beat me by three. Yeah. He had yeah. to get that third one. Hey, I own the Superman game, the worst ever on Nintendo 64. So let's see here. So now I feel like we need to compare them. We need to go find the Xbox <laughs> version, and we need to test out the N64 version, and then we vote. Like, which actually was the worst? So Clinton. Had four points, and Ryan had, had one. Yeah, that's what three. That's what winning by three feels like when the other guy has four. It feels like one. But Ryan still got it wrong, right? Yeah, the last one. Cool. That's all that matters. So. Just uh, walked right away with that one. Yeah. Well, I tell you what, though, that was some stressful retro quiz right there. It wasn't just a retro quiz. It was retro reckoning. Look at this. Look at, yeah. Sure. Look at this. Uh, it's not going to let me show you. A reckoning had begun and we weren't prepared. I got it all formatted out. Like, oh, yeah. Nice. Questions A, B, and C with the answer underneath. Oh, nice. Yeah. I did a big for you guys tonight. And yeah. An hour late and I was ready. Hey, so, next time memorize them, okay? Yeah. That's all I can ask. Hey, I'll tell you one thing. I thought I had a good retro memory, but uh, nope. whew, some of those was like, whoa. That's the sound of that, ladies and gentlemen, is Hunter ripping paper. He's mad. Ripping up his face. Probably mad at Ryan because Ryan's a jerk. Um, Ryan, just because he doesn't know his video games, it's okay. Yeah, it's okay. It's just a gaming quiz. <laughs> it's a delirious dad's gaming quiz and I'm delirious because I'm a dad and I don't know that stuff. I'm sorry. Yep. I that's why I started late tonight. That was my plan, see. Get him tired and then just go rope a dope for an no, hour tired. and then right at the end just do 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 retro. I'm just talking about being delirious because life makes you delirious as a dad. Oh at yeah. the moment I'm not that tired. Okay. I'm exhausted. Hunter is wore out. Well, that was good. That was fun. 
Got a little, really a little retro knowledge in there. One of the worst quizzes either one of us have ever had, though, for sure. Oh, yeah, we missed so many. It was a rough one. Yeah. Just... I didn't know how hard it was going to be or not, so well, next time I should go for some that are a little more known. Well, it didn't seem that hard. No, those yeah. are some really well-known yeah. ones. We just can't freaking remember because we're old turds. When, when you put it on the line of which console was this on, all of a sudden... Yeah, I don't awesome. remember. It was just a game I played sometimes. Uh-huh. I know that offends people because they're like, I mean, you don't remember. Retro Prime, obviously. But I mean, like, look at look at Super Nintendo and Sega. They're so close in how they look, how they play. Yeah. It's like, ugh. Come on. My original idea was to take some of these games and try to see if you guys could guess what uh, date they came out. Like, in the year. Yeah. Mm. And I thought that would probably be a little too hard. That actually might be easier. Depending on how close your dates yeah, are. Yeah, you, you can't put 1987, 1986, 1985. No. Like, oh, crap. But if you had like five years between each guess, yeah, it'd be a fun. Game. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think, I think you guys have been like, oh, put it on the books. We would have found, found something to complain about because we're delirious dads. The way you, you know? worded that, I just completely forgot the day, the year. Right, can you go back and reread that because it sounds like you have three lies wrapped into one trick and uh, put it in a sneaky sneak that, burrito. That melee one, he was like really trying to bust <laughs> He was. He was, man. Because it was minutes. melee because I was thinking of Nintendo 64. The original. And then, anything, and and then, then he was really like, melee? Let's throw in a little melee. They can't put a number on it anymore. Well, he got a little he got a little farm at the end there because he got so excited because I told him he got it right. And then I pulled a Steve Harvey. Right. He did, more than, did more than Steve Harvey. That was like a Mike Tyson. Oh. Thought I won and then boom, uppercut down, broken neck. Uh, I thought he was talking about you biting your ear. Yeah. Or that. Yeah, that works too. You think he's going in for a kiss on the cheek and ah, gets the ear. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. That's what I do. Yeah. Well, guys, least she's not going to have any earlobes left. We want to thank you for joining. We had a lot of fun tonight. Hope you you guys had a good time too. Oh yeah, and if you want to support the show, go over to our social media, like, share, poke, whatever. And then if you want to financially support the show, head on over to our Patreon, sign oh, up. Patreon. However you want to announce it. And uh no. sign up to no, announce it. Announce it. No, I'm talking to Ryan. Like he's he announcing. And uh anyway. Oh. So you'll sign up there. It'll help us. It'll be good. Wow. Just killed the idiot. However you want to announce it. Yeah, you killed it. No. It was really good, guys. I know the listeners are loving it right now because it was a word correction. And then in the punk word correction, he said the wrong word. It doesn't get much better than that. I meant to say it. I said, how how you want to announce it. So I said, however you want to announce it. Yeah, you you didn't mean pronounce it. To you. Yeah, it was but, directed to you. But you didn't mean <laughs> you meant to say pronounce, right? You didn't mean pronounce? No. You mean announce. Because we were okay. annou- we were announcing it and then Ryan cut in and said it one way. Yeah. And so and when so you I say something like, a different way than the other, right. it's pronunciation. I, and I right. announced Yeah, but he was announcing it, so I just went with that. Announcement. Let's get this moving up the pike. Yeah. Oh man. <laughs> Just send it right down the pike, guys. Yeah. Anyway, well, guys. He won that one. He won that one. Though. I did. So it is Patreon, not Patreon. Get over yeah. it. Jeez. It's a weird way to announce it. Mm-hmm. Anyway, guys. Hey, get out there. Get your gaming on. 
Don't let this year bring you down. We know it's been a little wild. Obviously, we don't care. We're having fun. We're going to live life to the fullest 2021, baby. And with that said, stay delirious. Stay dadding. And stay gaming. Announcing. That's an announcement. (laughs) This has been a Delirious Dads production. For more information about the show, visit our website at www.deliriousdadsgaming.com. You can also find us on facebook.com slash deliriousdadsgaming, twitch.tv, and YouTube. Make sure you like and share our pages to help us grow the channel. You can listen to the podcast on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, and Spotify. Please leave a rating and review if you enjoy the show. Thank you again for listening, and we hope to see you next time.